You're listening to Tony G On Demand, featuring local content from Town Square Media's Mix 104.3 in Grand Junction, Colorado. Mix 104.3. Welcome to Tony G On Demand. Today we are talking all things transplant. So that means people who have moved here to Colorado that are not natives. Now, I have to be honest, I am a transplant myself. Many of you know that I am from Texas and I moved here less than a year ago. So it has been definitely a learning process since I moved here. Even if you have visited the state numerous times, that does not mean you will be prepared to live here because I thought I knew about Colorado before I officially moved here. But I quickly found out that I was very, very wrong because vacationing, again, very much different than actually living here. So I definitely had so many things that shocked me once I got here to this centennial state. So we are talking about things that shock transplants, ways that transplants tend to stick out, Colorado lingo that you have to learn or else you are going to be lost as can be. And I know there are so many different opinions on transplants out there. But let me tell you, unless you are a Native American, I'm pretty sure you're not really a native to Colorado. I'm just being honest, okay? Of course, we have all moved around. Our families move around. We ourselves move around. So I'm just saying don't hate on people who are transplants because not every person can be a native. And like I said, you're only a true native if you're like a Native American. Again, just because your family has lived here for like two generations, I... I don't know. I don't know if that really makes you a true native. I mean, by today's definition, maybe. But like I said, I think that we are all transplants in some shape or form because, again, not everyone stays in one place. And if you've moved here to Colorado, you probably had good reasons for moving here. You probably seen so many things that you like. You probably seen a lot of positives that maybe weren't there in the state that you come from. So, again, don't be too harsh on transplants. We all want to live cohesively, live nicely together, and we can help each other by talking about it, destigmatizing moving, destigmatizing being a transplant. And that is exactly what we are going to be doing today. So I have a question posted on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mix1043. And the question is, what are some dead giveaways when it comes to transplants? Now, you can answer this question on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mix1043. Our phone lines are open. You can call 970-257-1043. Or if you're a little bit shy like I am, you can always send me an app chat via the free mix1043 mobile app. Again, I am looking for dead giveaways whenever it comes to transplants here in Colorado. It's Tony G and we are on the topic of transplants here in Colorado and what makes them stick out? What are some of the things that shocked them whenever they came here to the Centennial State? I have a caller on the line. Hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Hello, my name is Austin Rodriguez. Austin. All right, Austin, where are you from? 
Coloradans, they're always making fun of us, talking about there's too many Texans here in Colorado, but it's just so much better over here. So tell me, what are a few things that stuck out to you whenever you moved here to Colorado? Uh, definitely my accent. I get a, a lot of like howdies and making fun of that. Yeah, I know a lot of people, they don't hear their own accent until someone else points it out to them. Is there anything from Texas that you miss that isn't here in Colorado? Um, probably the food, honestly. I didn't think it, 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 there'd be such a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there definitely is. You know, in Texas, uh, we love to enjoy Tex-Mex, and then that is not here in Colorado. It's just regular Mexican food, no Tex-Mex. <laughs> Oh, yes, definitely. I miss my mom's cooking. Yeah, of course. Everyone loves mom's cooking. What about the weather? Did the weather trip you up? I know from here to Texas, it is a big difference in weather. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, in Texas, we eat frying, like literally. <laughs> yes. Did you Did you know how to drive in the snow at all before you moved over here? Oh, no, not at all. I had been a couple of times before, like, moving there, but no, not at all. It's definitely been a transition. Mm -hmm. I can definitely understand that. I still am trying to get the hang of it. Uh, I am definitely not a professional driver in the snow at all. It, it is still very much scary for me, but it is just something that you have to adapt to. Definitely. Is there any other ways that people have told you that you have stuck out? Like, have they made fun of your driving or anything like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I thought it was normal to drive like 70, 75, 80 sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here in Colorado, you cannot just drive like that all the time. I know in Texas, uh, people like to go very fast, but here here in Colorado, you know, speed limits and obeying the speed limits. They are definitely a thing. <laughs> yes, I've definitely have to I've definitely had to slow my roll. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. Well, thank you so much for calling in and telling me about your experience. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, I think that we may have had a former Chick-fil-A employee on the line. It did not take long for our Facebook page to become flooded with comments. There are so many of them. I cannot even decide which ones to read. But the biggest ones are about mispronounced words. And bad driving was one of the top reasons that tourists tend to stick out. Melanie explicitly said bad driving. Now, an example of... Of bad driving would be like Alex commented on our Facebook page staying in the left lane apparently people who are not from here stick out because they like to stay in the left lane now Devin says that they stick out with bad driving because they cannot drive in the mountains. Now, either you're going too fast or you should be taking it slow, he says, or too slow where you need to pick it up. Now, I have always said that I absolutely love driving in the mountains because I feel like I am Matthew McConaughey in a fancy Lincoln commercial taking all of those curves. It's seriously, mm, I love it so much. But if it's snowing, that is a completely different thing. I hate 
driving in the mountains during the snow. It gives me severe anxiety and I just feel like I'm going to spin out of control, which has actually happened before during a snowstorm. So, yeah, learning about snow tires and learning about snow chains is definitely a necessity if you are going to be driving in the mountains, especially when it starts snowing or just any months where it actually could snow. All right. Well, we went over bad driving skills from transplants. Now let's go over some of the most popular mispronounced words. Linda said, you're Now, a lot of people tend to say Uray or something crazy, but it's you're Okay. Another mispronounced word given to us by Mary is Fruta. I don't know how people mess that up, but they tend to do so. Yet again, another word that is commonly mispronounced is Arvada. Now, people like to say Arvada. If you're from the South, I definitely understand that you're going to say it like that because I say Nevada, but apparently it's Nevada. So therefore, Arvada is not Arvada. It's Arvada. Now, Another popular mispronounced word is actually the name of the state. And I'm very guilty of this because I say Colorado. And the correct way to pronounce the state is Colorado because Colorado is so rad. That is apparently the reasoning behind it. I don't know if that's really true or not, but that's what the locals like to say. You can take a look at some common phrases and Colorado slang that you absolutely need to know about by tapping the free Mix 104.3 mobile app or visiting Mix1043FM.com. We're going to be taking some more phone calls coming up in just a bit. If you want to join in on the conversation of transplants, things that shock you, ways that transplants stick out, you can join the conversation by calling 970-257-1043. Of course, you can reach out to me via the app chat on the Freemix 1043 mobile app. And if you want to follow along, see what we are talking about today, again, all things transplants, head on over to Mix1043FM.com. I have 10 things that absolutely shock transplants when moving here to Colorado. Also, some Colorado slang that you absolutely need to know before you get here, or you're going to be very lost. Now, two of the things that absolutely shock me the most. The first one I would say is swamp coolers because I had never even heard of a swamp cooler before I got here to Colorado. Like whenever someone told me the word swamp cooler, I was like, wait, what what swamp are we talking about? Like we're not in Florida. What a swamp cooler. Like I'm thinking like an actual cooler that you put drinks into and it's for the swamp. But no, that is not what that is. It's actually a form of air conditioning, but it is not like central AC, not like central heat and air like I'm used to in Texas. This is a little bit different. Now, they say that this is better for areas that do not experience a lot of humidity. So that's probably why I didn't see it in central Texas because it is super humid over there. So yeah, I had to figure out what a swamp cooler is and I have one in my house. had to figure out how to work that thing and we're all good now. I actually am really fond of my swamp cooler because it does save me a lot of money. I definitely do not see the same bills that I seen whenever I lived in Texas. So I like the 
Swamp Cooler for that. But it is a little bit weird of a name. I know that the real name is Evaporative Cooler, but, you know, I do think maybe Swamp Cooler. It's just easier to say. I understand that. So it looks like I have a caller on the line. So let me go ahead, grab this call. We'll get back to what is the second thing that shocked me most as a transplant in just a minute. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Sasha. Hi, Sasha. Where are you from originally? From California. You're from California. Wow, that is so cool. Now, I know there are a lot of Californians and a lot of Texans that move here to Colorado. A lot of people are like, oh, there's too many. But you know what? The more the merrier. Colorado is an amazing state, so I can definitely understand why people want to move here. Is there anything that you have noticed since moving to Colorado that is so different from living in California? Um, definitely the food. The food. <laughs> What's so different yeah. about the food here? They're afraid to use cheese. Oh, no. Not enough cheese. Okay. <laughs> is there any That's other things? Probably- um, definitely have to wear chapstick year round. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the climate here is so dry. So chapstick is an absolute necessity whenever you live here in Colorado. Now, are there any things that have made you stick out whenever you've lived here? Like, is there people like, hmm, you're not from here? Is there anything like the way you dress or maybe the way you talk that has made you stick out? Definitely the way I talk and, like you said, the way I dress, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Californians, they definitely have their own sense of style. And then here in Colorado, people also have their own unique sense of style. So I can see how, you know, being from California, you dress probably a lot differently than here. And I mean, the weather, like you're probably used to sun all the time. We're in shorts and a tank. And then in Colorado, you know, sometimes we can have some harsh winters. I mean, has that affected you at all? Oh, for sure. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was for the winter. But yes, I definitely needed more layers than I thought. And did you know how to drive at all in the snow before you moved here? No, not at all. Was it kind of scary? It was very scary. I thought I was going to have to call into work. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Once it gets like slushy and really snowing hard, it can be so scary, especially if you're not from here, especially if you didn't grow up knowing how to drive in the snow and you just have to adapt. It's super hard, but you know what? You get used to it. Is there any other things that you feel like have shocked you since coming here? I guess the way you say Colorado, I'm not saying it properly. I haven't pronounced it correctly and I still, I don't think I'll ever get that used to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Colorado. I mean, it's, they say it's because Colorado is rad. So it's, Colorado. I don't think I have it down yet either. Natives are always getting on to me about that as well. But you know what? Like once you get used to saying something one way, it's so hard to completely change the way you say it. So I definitely understand that. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. You're welcome. If you want to join in on today's conversation about transplants, things that shock you as a transplant, how you feel about transplants and how they stick out, all you have to do is call 970-257-1043 
Or you can reach out to me using the app chat on the Freemix 1043 mobile app. Before the call, I was saying a couple of things that shocked me whenever I moved here. The first one being swamp coolers. Now, the second biggest thing that shocked me whenever I moved here to Colorado was high altitude baking because I did not know such a thing even existed. I did not understand what it was or that it even had an effect on me. But of course it does. I mean, obviously now, now I understand that it does. But the first way that I found out about high altitude baking is because I was attempting to make brownies and Every time that I would cook brownies or every time I would bake brownies, they would come out terribly. Like, I'm just making box brownies. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong here. Like, how did I forget how to make brownies? Like, I'm following the directions on the box. I don't understand what is happening. Like, my brownies were coming out hard, but also undercooked. Like, how are they too cooked, but not cooked at the same time? I don't know. But that is what was happening to my brownies. And for the longest time, I was just eating terrible brownies because every time I tried to make them, they were just coming out so bad. And then finally, I actually read the box and I'm like, okay, I must be missing a step or I don't know. I'm doing something wrong, obviously. Well, that's whenever I discovered in little tiny print, a little star. And it says for elevations over 3000 feet. And it says to add like a tablespoon of flour. I'm like, what? What? I have to bake differently because I am at a higher elevation. Like I never even seen this little tiny print on the box in my life. Like my mind just reads right over that. I've never had to do that before. And so I was mad at myself because I'm like all this time. I could have just looked a little bit closer and saw that this is why my brownies are coming out so terribly. But I just, oh, two eggs, some oils, a little bit of water, whatever. I'm good. Like, I just look at the big picture, not at reading all the tiny words. So definitely was something that shocked me whenever I moved here. And now I am so careful to make sure to read all of the all of the directions on the boxes whenever I'm baking because yeah I do not want to mess up like that ever again it looks like I have another caller on the line so let us get to this call hi my name is Linda Linda okay where are you coming from Linda where did you move from well I actually moved from central Texas over here to Colorado so yeah I was in the middle of Texas before I came here oh wow and Texas is definitely a big difference compared to Colorado what are just a few of the things that shocked you whenever you moved over here I would say first and foremost, it would, would be like the air quality and just being up there in a higher elevation. I didn't know it would take that much out of me, but it definitely did, especially just doing regular walking around and, you know, like just seeing sights and all that. It just it definitely took my breath away, literally, because of the fact of one, Colorado is very beautiful, and for two, 
the altitude. <laughs> that was one of the big differences for me. Yes, the altitude definitely does trip people out. It is a little bit difficult to get used to if you have come from a place like Texas that is not full of mountains like Colorado. So I can understand why that would be difficult. I'm from Texas as well. And, you know, a lot of people start tripping out too whenever their ears are popping and they're traveling through the mountains. They're like, what is going on? I'm not on an airplane. So why are my ears popping? But yeah, the elevation gets people a lot. Were there any other things that stuck out to you whenever you came over here? Yes, definitely. I mean, it was it was funny too whenever, you know, I first moved over here and, you know, was in Colorado, my allergies started kicking up. Definitely a lot of different plant and vegetation, you know, around the state. Um, you know, my nose was just kinda of drying out. Just don't know, you know, like don't wanna be gross, but you know, yeah, like I said, definitely the altitude was a big change for me. Um, yeah, so that was definitely a, a big hitter for me, especially one that you could quite notice right off the bat whenever, you know, you first get into Colorado. It's just one of those uh, climate and temperature changes. You're going, oh, okay, this is really different. <laughs> yes, for sure. And is there, do you think there's any ways that you kind of stuck out as being a non-native? Do you think that people could tell that you weren't from Colorado? <laughs> definitely, definitely. They could tell because of, I, ha I do have a small accent. Uh, I stopped off to get gas and right away I just went and asked the clerk for, you know, to, so for some help. I needed something to, to get down from one of the shelves and he was like, Oh, you're not from around here, are you? He was like, I love your Texan accent. And I really couldn't tell that I had an accent until I, you know, went over here. I'm going, oh, wow, I didn't know it was that noticeable. But, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't hear yourself or your accent. And then someone will definitely point it out whenever you're here in Colorado because they are on high alert for transplants here. But thank you so much for calling in, telling me about your experience moving here to Colorado, some of the things that stuck out to you and how you stuck out here in Colorado. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. That is all I have on Transplants today. You can visit Mix1043FM.com to see 10 things that absolutely shock transplants in the Colorado words and slang and phrases that you absolutely need to know. Or you can just tap the free Mix1043 mobile app. Thanks for tuning in to Tony G on demand. The Supercrass Fresh Festival is coming.